Father, I pray that we would receive, not just hear what you have to say about us, may we embrace that. God, I pray that we would uh, open up our hearts area off limits to you. God, may that change through what we've sung and through what we hear in just a few moments. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, good morning. Uh, you may be seated. And while you find your seats, if you would take uh, your Bible and turn to the book of Ephesians. We're in chapter 3. And we'll uh, be looking at that in just, just a few moments. Uh, I do want to uh, welcome you. Thanks for making uh, New Cove an important part. And uh, those of you who've been around New Cove for a while know that every, every series, I say it's the best one yet. And I've been, I, but Brett and I have been working on because what you have, what you've already heard through our worship and continued through uh, the passage we're looking at. I am so glad you're here. And we're going to look at a passage in just a moment uh, that is God's prayer for you. And I want to set it up, and then we want to bless uh, the New Cuff family with what God has to say for us. Uh, let me just give a couple things to let you know. Uh, it, it always matters that you're here, and uh, we're trying to do the best we can to open up as many things as possible. New Cove Kids is up and running. Uh, Connections class, our Bible study, our verse-by-verse uh, -verse, uh, class, is now meeting every Sunday after, after the service. And so they are, uh, it, that's open for meetings. Also Zooming at the same time. Uh, we have a bonfire planned uh, next Saturday, I think, Saturday evening, it looks like the weather will be just nice uh, for a great uh, uh, bonfire for us to hang out. That'll be on Saturday evening. Uh, so let me ask a question. At this point, what I want to ask you is, will you trust God with what you have already heard this morning and what you are about to hear? Will you trust God? Because trust, trust is so limited when we allow other things to get in the way. Trust is so significant. And when you don't trust God, Satan loves for us to, to question God. And what Satan wants you to think is God doesn't know what's going on in your, life, on in your life. The songs we've talked about are antithetical to that. Will you trust God with truth? And I want, as we come through this, going to be some, some areas of the passage we look at that are going to be difficult for you to receive because of past experiences in your own life. And I want to encourage you to come to the bottom and say, I'm going to trust God. We're going to look at what, what does God's word say and align our lives to the truth. Fear, I think, is one of the greatest deterrents to living. Fear limits our thinking. It restricts when we enter into some encounter, something bigger than me, then immediately it's what Satan whatever, I'm just God, and it's about what he wants to do in and through us. Fear basically is calculating without God. So if you are overwhelmed at this point, part of the equation, you've left out the whole God factor. And let's focus on God because we need to be on you and we would get more for our country. Our country needs more. What we need is what do you those who are in leadership out. God, we pray for healing. And we pray not only for physical healing, but we pray for spiritual healing in our country. And God, on you and anything else, 
And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. So in Ephesians, let me quickly set up because at the end of the service, you will be so glad you came because I want you to receive a blessing of God's desire, God's will, was that now through the church, the manifold wisdom of God should be made known. And we looked at last week at the word manifold, which means uh, variegated. Uh, a friend uh, who attends New Cove, a horticulturist, stopped me after the service and said, I'm so glad when you talk about manifold, you use the word variegated, because in the nursery world, when you have dark plants and you want to bring light to these plants, you just add a variegated plant. The church, anyone in this room who and online, who has made a commitment to Jesus Christ, this is God's intent through your life that you would express the variegated colors, the variegated greatness of God wherever. Prism, not prison. The church is like a prism displaying the rich colors of God's manifold wisdom. That's talking about you and me. The church, you and I should not be a reflection of our culture. You and I get to show that that we get to give pe point people to Jesus because what you look at, you get more of. And so when people are around you, and we ever get to offer a taste. All that being said, Ephesians 2, in Christ, the whole building is joined together and rises to become a holy temple in the Lord. In him, he's speaking to followers of Jesus, lives by a spirit. We have this gigantic spiritual zipper, so to speak. And when you receive Jesus Christ, he unzips that spiritual zipper, and in comes the presence, the very presence of God through the Holy Spirit. He comes to the um, in one house for God. Remember, he's talking about Jews and Gentiles. You could not be any further apart. Think Republican, think Democrat, and go further. And he's saying that, that God has joined all of us together. I and what are a piece of that temple, and this means that God makes his home among us. And if you are a Francis Chan reader, you won't be surprised when he follows up that God makes his home among us. He says this, you should be bursting out of your skin at this point. That you don't just fly past us to realize, are you kidding? The creator of the universe comes to God and was burst out of me. And to look and see where God has planted you and me because what you focus on, you get more of in our job, the job of the of we left off. Chapter 3, verse 14. So what he's saying is, Francis Chan says, you ought to be of this. Ephesians 3, 14. The Father, the creator of every of all that I just said, to my knees. Jews did not fall to their knees when they prayed. They would stand and pray. Paul is amazed. He's overcome. He's overwhelmed with the greatness of of the position that God has given followers of privilege. And so the crazy world we live in is an opportunity for us to point people to Jesus Christ. As crazy it is around us, we have a privilege he's given us in us so that they can see Jesus Christ in us. So Paul just basically says, I fall to my knees. He doesn't try to get his head around the fact that he has the creator of the universe living in him. He just is, he just stares in unbelief. Something really interesting here. He says, he prays this amazing prayer that we're going to call you to receive in just a few moments. And listen to what he does. There are four requests and we're going to touch on Because all of us know 
that we've gotten weird. It says there, there's something here. Listen to this. I enter strength through His Spirit. What we primarily need is not a... Because you know... Or all I need is a different circumstance. No, you. God knows. What we don't need is a change of environment, a change of experiences. What we need is to be changed internally because then wherever we go, we get to share the manifold greatness of God. Romans 8, 11, the Spirit of God who raised Jesus. looks like you on the inside, and it's Him on the inside. In the morning when you wake up and you look in the mirror, you're not going to go, oh, it's Jesus. Oh, it's me. But that's really what's going to happen. Look at you, what you get, look at you get more of. So be encouraged, church. God wants to strengthen you. He wants to come internally and make changes. Next of all, He wants you to move in your depth of your understanding of God. Verse 7, trust Him. Will you trust that God wants to give you strength? Will you trust that He wants to make His home in you? Your roots will go down into God's love and keep you strong. When the, He says, then Christ will make His home. Dr. Weiss in the or put in new terms, God wants to have a refrigerator right for you. That you would say, I trust you, God, and I give you refrigerator rights to make your, my home is your home. And you have access to everything. He prays that we would go deep. He says, I pray that your roots would grow down into God's love. That word, grow down and go high. We've been saying, what does God's word say? Linger in it. And then what am I going to do with God's word? Because what I'm going to look at, I become more like. So he prays for inner strength. He prays for depth of relationship. power to understand as all God's children. How wide? How long? How high? But it's too great to understand fully then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and the power that comes from God. May you have the power to understand. The third thing he prays for, I'm going to throw a new term, this trust word that you bound under the earth, which has a prehensile tail. And what it means by that, its tail is able to grasp and hold on for dear life. Isn't that awesome? And he's using this, saying, I don't want that you hold on for dear life. How high, how long, how wide, how deep God's love is for you, that you hang on to it for dear life. Paul wants them to know something that is important. Your job is not trying to figure out. Your job is to be amazed and hang on for dear life. Because that is what's going to drive us is God's love for us and God's love for the people that he's put us around. But God's love changes everything. That's what brought the two sides to one, is recognition of God's love. And then it says, with all God's people, that you would understand, that you would understand and hang on for dear life with God's people. And I want you to hang on to this part too, because when it says, together with God's people, there's a with you and someone and any of the time community is and we have to fight with all retreat you know put this way your individual experiences of God are limited you need to be a part of the family of God and learn how God works in the lives of relationships that we think 
that it's, it's worth the messiness of relationships. It is. But we need to hold on for dear life with other people in community with relationships, the relationship with Jesus Christ, our holding on for dear life with other believers, God's love for us. And then the verse 19 talks about that we need to be filled and overflowing, not living on uh, fumes, but filled of the inner strength, depth of relationship, and holding on for dear life with other followers of Jesus Christ. Then you will be made complete with the fullness of life and power that comes from God, filled to capacity and overflowing with the power, period. And the result of living out of the overflow and who, who and the result found in verse 20 glory not random glory but all glory to God who is able through his mighty power at work and more of God and that's what we need now all glory to God who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ever ask or dream and it's not whatever we're thinking I heard it put this way from A.W. Tozer, read this. If God is exalted, a thousand, mi- a thousand minor problems will be solved at once. We can say, I want my life, as new cut, certainly, but individually, I want my life to be lived that, that people are pointed to him, that all glory to God in the way I parent, all glory to God in the way that I handle myself, all glory to God, mighty is on. So that's the beauty of this, his mighty power. Tony Evans talks about a fire hydrant is small, but it can gush, gush water in a volume and force that is out of proportion. So you had this, this tiny because of what it's connected to. We're able to live out of the overflow. One, he reiterates, glory to him in the church. You and me, all glory to God in the church and in Christ Jesus through all generations. The church was created for this purpose, to advance the kingdom of God. Design, that is God's intent, is that through your life and through my life, his kingdom would advance. One of my friends is a major Dallas fan. The question you have to live with is, or answer, the question is, what's good for God? Can you imagine if we lived our lives in that way, in the way that we live at home before we make a decision, what's good for God in this situation? As we work through conflict, will I be a good kingdom voter? What's good for God in this? How do I handle people who disagree with me? Well, what would God want to do? What's good for God? Can you imagine what would take place if you and I just lived our lives just asking the question, what's good for God? Glory to God in the church. And let me um, this last six months, organ handling, how do we do this, how do we think more than ever, it's all of you, I'll just wait till things get back to normal. That, I don't, I'll just wait till things get back to normal for our inverts. We're all needed. New Cub needs you more than ever before. We need inner strength, we need depth of relationship, we need to hold on for dear life to what God's love is. God has landed that God is not done with New Cub. God's not done with you. You're not done with me. As he was, the, the phrase from our founding pastor, if you're not dead, you're not done. The fact that he has us at this particular time with you 
and we are not waiting for things to change or to get back to normal before we move forward. Let's figure things out. And I so value this season and pull in, and you'll see over in, in, in reaching people who've never known Jesus outside. Where has God placed me? So I giving it doesn't count. I want you to focus on Jesus. I want you to be amazed. What you focus on, you, you move by get on. Would you get your phones out and text the number 402-260-2400? And truly, I can say this morning, the best is yet to come. Okay? Text, word, respond. You have opportunity to put in prayer requests. You have opportunity just to say, you can count on me. I'm going to focus on God. That is my call. That's what I feel God's calling me to do. From the last week, it was so good. If you didn't do last week's reading, Francis Chan, you may not have embraced that yet. He has two readings possible or potentially for you this week. Be amazed. How high the outflow he wants us to be the man to show the manifold greatness of God. What a privilege. Be in awe of that. Be amazed. Let's pray together. Father, God, how I pray that this evening to give us a future and a hope and that Hope becomes possible because all things are possible through you, the one who died and rose and raised from the grave for a school or in our nation. Nothing is impossible for you. And we put our focus and hope in you, and we're amazed that we get the privilege of pointing people to Jesus. And I'm just going to ask you to stand, uh, or those that want to do it can do it. Uh, but I want you to be amazed prayers that God has for you and we've assembled at several leaders uh, from the New Test family. Hands out and, and keep your heads up because I want you to see the screen. But just put your hands out and receive what God has for you. Trust God. What he has for you is amazing.